fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is for 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 Friday, June 30th, 2017, and this is the ride. Hello, hello, hello. It is a fry, fry, Friday. It is a fry, fry, Friday. Woo! Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just yours truly, Rusty James. You remember that song? I remember that song. If you remember that song, I know how old you are. In fact, if you know that song, I'm pretty sure I could guess within five years your age. <laughs> I don't know why I sang that. I'm just feeling, I'm just feeling good. I think it's a, I think it has something to do with what I'm about to talk about. And it's related to this concept right now. I just realized that as I'm driving, it felt a little stuffy in this vehicle. And so I changed the environment of this vehicle. I actually pushed a button and it made it cool down in here, turned on the air conditioning. I actually changed my environment by just a small thing and, and a lot of things changed. I could have had a really crummy morning. I d didn't, but I could have. And I bet you anything, if I had sang that song in a crummy morning, I would have changed the environment in my car. Now, does that mean that you can sugarcoat a really bad day and everything is fine? No, I didn't say that. I said you could change your environment. You can change it. You can't make it 100% happy taffy. <laughs> but, but you can change your environment. And it might just make it easier to cope with what you need to deal with. That's why I'm such a fan of worship because you can't disagree with the words that are coming out of your mouth ultimately those words are honest and truthful because typically when you're singing worship you're speaking about God and the relationship that he has allowed and basically prepared to happen between you and him and because of that relationship you can have a better relationship with those around you all those things are true, and when you speak them and sing them, you're confirming, you're, you're kind of in agreement with this truth that you might not feel at the moment because, you know, your world around you is in turmoil. Um, I can pretty much say that that's a guarantee many days because this world is full of turmoil. It's full of uncertainty, isn't it? But speaking the truth in a place where the truth sometimes doesn't even seem practical, it can really change the situation and help you maybe get over that hurdle. It's a sacrifice of praise, and it's by faith we do this. I was thinking about what I would say. I actually met a couple of new guys uh, at my work the other day, and you know, it'd be really easy to prejudge somebody. Man, don't don't, 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 don't do that. Think about this. What if somebody were to prejudge you? Simply don't do it. 
I remember a long time ago, I worked at a steel mill, and there were some really hard characters there, and I remember this guy, he looked like a Harley guy. I might have even mentioned this uh, individual on a podcast probably a couple years ago. But, you know, he had the typical Harley look, Harley rider, uh, long beard and uh, ponytail and just, I think he, you know, wore leather jackets and, and that kind of stuff. And he had this look about him. Now, to me, I don't really f- have any issue with that. Um, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I like somebody who identifies with a group and is proud of that not a problem with that at all and I uh, I've known some bikers and uh, so anyway I I think I was in a training or something and so we had to work I don't know some kind of safety training we had to work through some some role play things or something so I got to meet this guy and he was in my group and and um, I had said something which was a prejudgment on the guy I don't think it was harsh or anything like that, but I, I can't remember exactly. It was something like, yeah, my, my friend somebody somebody is is part of a biker gang, and, you know, I thought it was just opening up a conversation, you know, because I thought he might mention his affiliation or something like that. And he says, you know what? And he was almost offended. He says, you know what? That's not who I am. This is just what I look like. But that's not who I am. And so it wasn't a negative prejudgment, but I prejudged him in a way. Now, I think that serves as just a reminder to me that it's you, you ought to be really careful when you assume things about people. I don't think he was really, really offended, but he, I don't know, maybe he looked that way in order to confront people who would prejudge. I don't know. So anyway, we're cool. <laughs> we're, we're buds. But the other guys, the guys that I met recently, um, I could have done that with same situation almost. And I didn't, and I was just, you know, real and genuinely interested in their perspective. And I think that's really a big key when you meet somebody new. I might not hold to their belief system, their politics, their whatever. I might not even agree with how many F-bombs they drop, or how coarse their humor is. But if I'm genuinely interested in the person and and their perspective on life, I think it shows. And I think if you do that, you garner respect from them. Respect is a big thing. I know there's going to be a day down the road where I will be dependent on one of these guys or both of these guys for an issue at work or who knows what situation I might find myself in where I will need to know they've got my back you know what I'm saying and I want to be the guy who's got their back and it doesn't matter what their politics are it doesn't matter you know whether they believe the same way I do when Jesus came to earth he came for all of us every single one of us It didn't matter to him what our politics were. It didn't matter to him what we believed. He came to us to be a sacrifice and to bring us into relationship with the Father. Now, it's his desire that we would start to adopt the Father's heart, the Father's view on things. But that wasn't a a prerequisite 
for him to come and lay down his life. So when we meet new people, let's lay down our life. As those of us who are believing in Christ and have the heart of Christ, that's what we are to do. So let's do it. Let's not prejudge. So this morning I was thinking about how I would bring up what I believe to somebody who doesn't believe. And I was kind of thinking of harsh characters you might see in movies, you know, that are really, you know, gangster types or, you know, whatever. I was trying to think of the hardest hearted person I could think of, you know, kind of like a Paul, you know, in the Bible, Paul was a killer of Christians. He is a persecutor of Christians. And he turned around. He understood what Christ was all about. It took a little bit, but he got there. So even Paul, who became one of the most known and most successful missionaries of all time, probably the reason why many people have even read the, the Word of God is because of Paul. He didn't start out on the straight and narrow, you know? So I'm thinking, what would I say? And I kind of came up with a little script. And I thought, well, man, maybe I should share that with you. Because maybe you're in that boat today. So here we go. It's not a script like uh, I practiced it. You know, you're going to just hear what I had to say. This is my heart, okay? I would say to you, if you're maybe on the fence, or maybe never heard of Christ, this is what I would say. Do you remember how earlier in this podcast I mentioned that life has just got a lot of uncertainty in it? It doesn't take long in this life to know that there is this uncertainty factor. Things don't happen exactly like you expect. And things aren't always clear, just like the fog I'm driving through. And things are not always sure, like the road I'm driving on. I know I'm going to probably come up to a spot very soon where the road gets a lot rougher. How do I know this? Because I live in Michigan. Uh, Everybody slams their own state when it comes to that so lame joke anyway here we go i would say look life is full of uncertainty and though i can't prove god to you you can't disprove him to me and i in my life and i think many people want to have some certainty in their life but life is a vapor it's uncertain it can come and go and it There's just nothing certain about it, except this one thing, what you choose to believe. I am certain of my faith in God the Father, and in His Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Spirit, all three of them, one God. Three persons, one God. I'm certain of this. You can talk me, try to talk me out of it all you want. I will not waver. Does it mean that it's easy to believe or, or that it's easy to follow the Word of God and obey the precepts in there that are really there for my good and for my benefit? No, it's not always easy to do that. It doesn't change the fact that I, with all 100% certainty, choose to believe that there is a God and His Son Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I've chosen this. I've chosen it. I can't prove it to you. Only maybe you can see changes in my life. Depending on the situations, 
somebody who can be a believer and you can look at their life and maybe you don't see the change that you'd expect if there was a God. That's where faith comes in. I mean, if it could be proven to you, then there would be no faith required. Faith is important. Trusting in something that can't be proven is something that I'm doing. And I'd encourage you to do it too. Now here's the thing, when you do that, I believe you start to see the hand of God more and more. Scripture tells us that believers can see things like that, but the unrenewed mind and, the, and those who choose not to believe will fail to see. I want to see what's there. I want to see what's there, and it might not even be in the physical realm. In fact, it isn't. It's in the spiritual realm, affecting what's in the physical realm. I want to see that. I believe if you put your faith in God, you will see it too. Have you ever wondered why there's such this dichotomy in our world? You know, those who are absolutely opposed to God, they might even say that they believe in a God, but, but they don't have a relationship with God. So you've got opposed viewpoints. Those who are anti-God or anti-people who believe in God and those who are for God and believe and trust in Him. Have you ever wondered why there's such a division? I don't think there's a lot of levels of gray, truly. I think that's just lip service that people are on this little spectrum of levels of gray from one side to the other. No, I think in reality, there is a distinct, sharp divide between those who really believe and those who have chosen, either actively or through ignorance, not to believe in God. There's a divide there. God did cross that large divide and came to earth so that he could be a witness to his father. Just like I'm a witness to you. He crossed the great divide, came to earth. I'm crossing that divide from one viewpoint, which is anti-God, to the viewpoint of pro-God. So I'm reaching out across that divide, maybe to you today. And I want to offer a certainty. This is a 100% certainty. That if you put your faith in God, He will show you things that only He can. If you say to me, I really want to believe, I really just need a little bit more proof, well, all I can offer you today is this opportunity to have faith in Him, to find out who He is, read His Word, and get together with other people who truly believe, not the ones that are giving lip service, that are somewhere in this divide where they're not really for God, but just somewhere in some cultural religiosity of Christianity. I'm talking about real Christians, the ones that would give their life for you, for you, because Christ gave his for them. Find somebody like that. And I believe, and I'm praying for you right now, actually, as I'm speaking to you, I'm praying for you, that God will show you things when you grab a hold of what he's got to offer, his, this relationship. I believe he will show you things, and I'm praying right now that he will show you things that you cannot see any other way. And when you see that, that's kind of the explanation of why there is this great divide between those who believe and those who really don't is because once you've believed, once you've tasted and seen that the Lord is good, you don't want to go back. Sure, our flesh calls us back into disobedience. That's always a struggle, but you can't deny God. Now, sure, there are some who would say, 
you know what? I don't want to know about this because as soon as I know about him, I might have to know that he exists. You know, he might show some stuff to me and then then I can't deny him anymore and he is for real. And then I have to follow his rules. Can I say this to you? If, <laughs> just think logically about that statement a minute. If you put your trust in God and you realize, because he shows you things, you realize that he is who he says he is and that he's for real. Okay, then that what you're saying is that there is a God who created the universe, who thought about you and sent his son for you to be an offering for you so that you could escape sin. I mean, that's what Jesus came to do. And this good father has wisdom in the word of God for you to follow. And you're saying that creator God who breathed life into everything you see, now that you know that he is who he says he is, you don't want to go there because you will have to follow some rules. Rules that he set up to help you. Rules that really will bring you life instead of death. Are you for real? I don't need to say anything more. It's up to you to make that decision. I've made my decision. Now, sometimes we need a little bit of help. In fact, all the time, I need a little help. I need help, man. You need help. And the best place to get help is going straight to the Father. So that's what we're going to do today. I know that there are people listening right now who needed to hear this, who maybe are right on the fence and just needed a little bit of oomph from a guy making his commute to work. Well, that would be me. If you want to have a life that reaches new heights, that makes impacts where you didn't think you'd have impact, if you want to have a life that maybe can restore a marriage that's on the rocks or bridge a gap between you and your teenagers or whatever it happens to be, I say, put your trust in God and follow his ways and there will be new life there. Life that didn't exist before can bloom again. Can you believe it? If there is a mustard grain of faith that you can believe that, let's go to prayer right now. Lord God, in this moment, we're going to briefly speak to you. We ask that you would give us all a new vision, a new expectation for where we can go from this point. This point maybe isn't the best point that we've ever been on. But Lord, we believe that having a relationship with you can bring us to a new place, a place of life. Help us to see things the way you do, God. And help us to have the right kind of faith, the kind of faith that will trust in you and be certain of our trust in you, even when things get tough. Thank you, Lord, that we can come to you and ask you these things because of what Jesus did on the cross. We want to say right now, we believe in Jesus, your son. We believe in you and the Holy Spirit, the comforter that communicates and, and helps comfort us in difficult times. We believe in you and we want to put our trust and faith in you. Help us to see things in a brand new way, Lord. Starting this moment, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today is a brand new day. Today, things can become new. Things can become new again. If you've not heard of this podcast before, I recommend that you go back and uh, check some of these things out. I mean, we just talk 
we just talk, you know, regular stuff with a little bit of God sprinkled in there. I want to encourage you to find some friends who are believers. You probably know some already. Ask them about what this life's all about. And when they start telling you if your heart seems different toward that person, you know they're, they're speaking some truth to you. I think God will bear witness. That means he will let you know if things are good in that situation. This is a good day. This is a very good day. At the very beginning of this podcast, do you remember how I said that I set the temperature, I set the environment I was in? Well, I'm driving through fog. This whole time I've been driving through fog. But I wasn't seeing the fog. I was seeing beyond the fog. I was seeing the blue sky above it. I had my environment in this car had nothing whatsoever to do with the environment around this car. It had to do with the environment that I was living in because I was above this cloud. As you walk on each day, your environment changes because you see things differently. By faith, I'm speaking this out. You are going to see things the way God sees things. You're going to see opportunities that you never saw before because you were just looking with your own mind. Now you have the mind of Christ. Hello, the one who created everything. Walk in that new, renewed mind. Let him renew your human mind daily and things will never be the same. All right, you stay in that word and you live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And don't let anybody tell you that, well, this is the way things are going to be. That's just the way life is. Nonsense. We're living above this world. We're living in God's viewpoint. And you know what? That viewpoint is the best viewpoint I can ever imagine. I want you to see things the way God sees things. And that means you see life where there's death, success where there might be failure, victory where you thought you were defeated. You see things that way. Take every step confidently walking toward the goals, all right? And I will see you on the flip.